In Alabama Ag and Review for the week of December 13th, we had more details on the FDA Food Safety Modernization Act. Well, there seems to be some confusion regarding the intent and impact new food safety legislation would have on producers. But American Farm Bureau Federation Food Safety Specialist Kelly Lillum says that even though it is designed to give the FDA more authority and resources, it's aimed primarily at the processing side. If you're a grains producer or a livestock producer producing meat, for example, it largely doesn't affect you at all. If you are a specialty crops producer growing fruits and vegetables, the legislation essentially restates FDA's current authority to regulate the safety of fresh fruits and vegetables. And as the legislation continues to be debated in Congress, Ludlam explains the current holdup. It has passed both the House and the Senate, but in slightly different forms, just different enough that it can't go to the president until the Senate again passes the version of the House passed last week. So it's been sort of like a ping pong match, if you will. And right now, the ball is in the Senate's court. Ludlam adds that she feels that the current compromise will be beneficial without creating unnecessary confusion and work for producers. And with Livestock News, Randall Wiseman had this. The Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service has been working to get things going for a new animal disease traceability program, as plans are for it to be more of a state and tribal-focused program. Dr. Tony Frazier, state veterinarian with the Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries, updates where things stand with this process. We're actually working with the USDA, and they've had a lot of good input from the state and the producer level during the last, oh, four, five, six months. And where we're at now is the working group is putting the final touches on the proposed rule, which will come out in April of 2011. Dr. Frazier said at that point there will then be a 60- or a 90-day comment period before they set the final rule. So we're still kind of in a holding pattern almost, but the thing can change and be massaged a little bit during this commenting period. But the basics are going to be that animals and the focus will start out on adult breeding cattle to be identified when they cross state lines they'll have to have a health certificate with them there's going to be some exemptions over time those exemptions will kind of dissolve and we'll have most all the livestock being uh, officially identified so for now he said they're just waiting on this proposed rule to come out next year there will be some standards that all the states will have to comply with And right now we're seeing actual favorable acceptance of the concept from us on the government side and the producers from the industries as well. So again, the proposed rule should be out in April of 2011. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner. I say dairy, you think milk. I say more, and you say cheese and ice cream. Now a good cook will say butter. And a good cook will know that butter prices have gone up. Same problem, supply and demand. Demand has been stable. Supply has not. In a typical year, butter production goes up and down. We don't use as much butter in the summer as we do in the fall and winter, and that's largely due to the cooking we do during the holidays. Dairy farmers are well aware of these seasonal changes, and butter production stays pretty close to seasonal demand. But this year has been a little different. Butter production has been off all year. Why? Well, I don't know. So prices will go up again. Yes, but probably not enough to scare you. And don't worry, there'll be plenty of butter all year for your toast and your baked potato. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.